0: What's up man? Live, dude. You Get your mic muted still? There you
1: are. No, I got you. All right. Unmute. What's up man? So Continuing the
0: the discussion about the about the journey getting into films.
1: Yeah. Um I think where we left off, I was just just getting out of high school. Getting you, out of high school. You'd just been
0: sneaking into the college classes, and then you ended up taking some college classes and found something that you had a little bit of a, a drive for.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. we, we uh, My buddy had left. Now it's my senior year in high school. My buddy left uh, to USC. He went uh, a year ahead of me he was the guy that wrote the script for that movie that we were going around shooting. And what was cool about it, uh, one part I didn't want to leave out at all (coughs) is, uh, what, one of the, one of the key instrumental parts of making that movie happen, even though we didn't finish the whole, the whole script, it was like 200 page script, (laughs) um, was we connected with a teacher that, uh, that we didn't even have as a teacher, but he was a teacher on our campus. He was an English teacher and uh, neither my buddy or I had a, a him in any class, but he really shepherded like that production and, you know, drove us around. He was the guy that drove us to Isleton, drove us to, you know, wherever we could find like a location. He was trying to find locations for us. Uh, and he, he had like a you know a minivan, like one of those Toyota five speed minivans. Oh yeah, and he would just drive us all around. Oh, you, man, you know I'm what, that guy?
0: You, and, you, you know what I think about the older I get is like the things that drive you to do the things you do. Like, like I, I I just remember like when I got into working on things for a living, like mechanically, a lot of it was just me wanting to be good at it, is what it was. Because I sucked at it when I was young, and it, the big drive is like. Not so much to be a mechanic, just, fuck, I want to get good at working on things. And it's it's weird, like, when you were talking about that, like, you you fell into something that that you had a huge kind of, like, passion to try to do or get good at doing. And it's weird how much that drives you as an individual. And and even though you don't make progress for a long time, it's just the path you take just to try to get good at doing it lends you to being good at it a lot of times.
1: It really it really does because this is it became an obsession and it has not calmed down. And has fueled a lot of hard nights, a lot of restless nights, and a lot of joyous nights. And uh, I wouldn't have it either any day. but you know, that teacher, you know us, you know, or just let us be what we were trying to be, which we didn't even know what we were doing, man. We were just, and people could ask us why, and we were trying to make it. So we said we could make it. So my 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 friend went off to uh to college, and then I discovered this thing called a short film. Like I had never seen anything called a short film. I mean, I guess I had seen like short cartoons and stuff, like
0: like a little ten fifteen like, minute
1: films. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd never seen it, you know, and I only knew the movie theater from growing up up, in the movie theater, watching all those movies.
0: Yeah, my wife just came in.
1: I
2: think he knows who I am.
0: Hello? He's telling a story about his um, journey beginning.
1: To be a producer
2: oh okay good I, oh she I, was
1: she, she she was there at this point
2: oh is this when we went to uh southern california
1: yeah, well he's talking about right
0: now when he filmed his first no, thing not yet he, okay but he's still in high school he's for, right at the very sure, end is where he's at so right. here
1: in high school i started filming my first short film it was my uh last semester of senior year and she was there she she was a dancer in it
2: was i fucking really and uh I don't remember the show I'm shit. not gonna lie, my
1: yeah, really.
0: wife is one hell of a dancer.
2: I can shake my ass.
0: Like it it like if you if you were just a like toucher and not listen to the beat, you could feel the beat. <laughs> I'm serious. Like you you were like when you say Mexican and black people can dance, my wife hits that stereotype dead on.
1: Well, she was Mexican that went to a primarily black school. That is true. <laughs> yes. She can dance. It's no question about it. Yeah, but I was taught to dance by a white dance, girl. And and I'm stiff as heck, man, but it doesn't matter. You were taught by who?
2: I was taught by a white girl.
0: Yeah, but you used to do a lot of Mexican dancing stuff, too. Oh, yeah. you,
1: were, you, were, you, were t- you were taught by a white girl that immersed herself in black
2: culture. Yes, very much so. So uh, Yes, so and I do know a lot of Mexican that's dancing, cool. too. <laughs> hey, welcome, everybody. My name is Raina, and I just inserted myself into this podcast.
0: Because you are good water,
1: Well, she's actually part of this story. So then I made, so then I wrote a short film because I saw one. And then I made one. I wrote one during summer school before senior year. And then I uh, got a bunch of the theater people together and, uh, you know, a bunch of the people that, Nerds. you know, helped make the, f- the first thing. Yeah, we all have fun. We went shot it around Kasumas <laughs> River College, the state capitol. We literally, like, Gorilla filmed in front of the state had no idea they had a police force highway patrol they drove us off one time and we never went back uh and it, it was a weird film it was like a guy rescuing a woman that was s- trapped at like some some like nightclub and that was it it was really really basic we wanted to see if we can do it do you still have we that did it.
0: do you still have that film in your possession
1: <laughs> i have a tape of it i need to uh like convert it over to like digital just rip it down yeah i have you, it on you should uh, send me super th- vhs
0: you should send me that first one you made and that one i would like to try to watch them i think it'd be interesting to watch them
1: i actually have a short clip of the of the first one we made when i was a so- sophomore and junior okay Um. Uh, so and i'm in it too like acting and like like one of the thugs in the back but you know, because we needed extras. How is it? So to, like, how, hold on. Uh, how I'll send it? it to you.
0: How is it to watch yourself act in one of your movies? Because I know when you did the, it's the kind, it's I know. Kinda... Well, I know when you did Fugitive Hunter. <laughs> like I know my old lady says that you hated that you didn't like yourself in the movie.
2: I, I feel no, like that man, was, was different. Was it, I feel like it was
0: different it because was y- that was... was not a disaster movie. I actually liked it for being an indie film.
1: No, no. Oh no, 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 no. I mean. That film is actually very well received around the world and awesome. But it was a disaster in my ego to look at it.
2: <laughs> he Well, didn't you direct <laughs> yourself technically?
1: No, I did not. No, there, I, there was a director. There okay. was a
2: director. Okay. It felt like film. you directed yeah, yourself.
1: But, but I was... No, 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 it was, no, 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 there was a director we hired, but I produced it. And producing a movie, and, you know, this is fast forwarding, producing a movie that's, like, $150,000, and I just came from South Sacramento with no dollars, and and you're stressed as fuck, and, like, (laughs) no sleep the whole time, like, 30 minutes of sleep every day, oh, tomorrow I gotta fire off a shotgun, Okay, I've never shot a shotgun in my fucking life. (laughs) We don't have time for arms training because if we had time for arms training, we'd have more money, right? That sounds like an
0: Alec Baldwin scenario waiting to happen.
2: I don't remember being a dancer in your your one film, honestly.
0: You don't? What what was that? I'm
2: sorry. I don't remember being a dancer in one of your films.
1: No, no. So so we're here in senior year in high school. You were. You came. uh, We did it for about one hour because uh, that's all the t- time we had like in a theater so any in we I just had the cameras rolling a bunch of people dancing and then we shot through it that was in the theater school the uh USC theater school no no sorry so what was it uh the valley theater the oh valley yeah Quayhouse. oh my god so so yeah. that, so anyhow we made that short film and then we submitted it to Tower of youth again and then we we won that festival and we won like a uh, Sacramento Film Festival. It was cool stuff, man. It was like we were like, like little hot, like little mini celebrities in Sacramento. You know, getting interviewed by Access Cable and <laughs> KCRA. You know.
0: Oh, you thought no, you were like hot shit. No, we were like interviewed
1: by the local news and stuff. I was in an award-winning movie. I was hot shit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You are so lucky. Well, you
0: are was, in snap, the presence because, of an actress, babe. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Well, that was the summer that, that when we started doing all that, that was the summer of after high school. Because that was when I had officially finished editing it. We were going tape to tape, editing, 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 and then submitting. So it was like a year later when that finally happened. But So anyhow, I made that short film. Well, and then was actually that? some
0: weird thing happened. Well, what was the name of that movie? I'm kind of curious. That, that, that short film.
1: It's really, really cheesy. It was called. <laughs> it was called Beyond the Law.
0: Beyond the Law.
1: Yeah, Beyond the Law. Like some like Van Dam wannabe <laughs> bullshit. It was. It was. <laughs> fucking. Who Who was the lead? Horrific man! Who, who? It wasn't anything artistic or anything. Who was the lead in it? I I I, I me. Of course. Were you doing the lead, splits and kicks and everything? No, no. I was one of those more like stiff, sort of uh, Steven Seagal types.
2: <laughs> have you ever Googled your best friend and found him like prominent on Google? Because I have.
0: Wow. <laughs> Rain is pulling up your personal bio right
1: now.
2: It's fucking weird.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> it's weird. You know, I stopped doing interviews for experience, so this is the only interview I'll do, probably ever.
2: Oh, exclusive!
0: Ooh. It is a pretty lengthy oh, interview yeah, too. I had a really bad experience. The, the first part of this was like two I had a hours. Pretty bad experience. Really?
1: So yeah, I'm sorry to your audience. If you're still interested, I appreciate you. I do. <laughs> So anyhow, finish, but in high school, I high school was kind of cool. The end of high school was really, really fucking cool. So like I got cast as, uh, you know, um, a, a lead in a professional play outside of like high school. And, um, you know. I didn't invite anybody from my high school. Sorry, Raina. I didn't invite anybody.
2: Well, we, you know, we drifted like apart so for a per- while off to high school, so. What?
1: We, we did? What? Yeah, well, we we just.
0: <laughs> He's okay. like, that's news to me. Well, no. We,
1: there was like a long length of time
2: we just didn't talk. It wasn't because we hated each other or anything and nothing to do with that. We were just fucking, he was doing his shit. I was doing mine. We just did not talk. So I feel like I.
1: Oh. You know what? You know what, Ray? Reina, you know the relationship I've had with you, is very hard to explain with people because it's not romantic in any sense. It's one of those I know she's my dog from like Center Parkway. She's <laughs>
0: like, my main bitch, <laughs> <laughs> my bottom bitch. I
1: don't, I don't have to, t- I don't have to talk to you all mm. the time. Exactly, and we can just pick right still- up. To know you're still my dog from Center Park. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, and I, I felt like that when we met. I felt like that, you know, in high school, parts of high school. Like, I, I'm i sure, like, you got busy doing things. I got busy doing things. Oh, yeah. you It's know, not a diss. Whereas, you know what? I feel like some relationships people have, if, if you do that with them, they get all fucking bent out. Like... <gasps> Why are you ghosting me? Yeah, all kinds of stuff. You know what? Just fuck off, fuck off, man. Rayna, I don't know. So we don't have that. No.
0: Raina always makes fun of you for uh, teaching her how to put makeup on. She always talks about it. You know, RF showed me how to put makeup on. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't mean to say your name.
2: You're gonna have he to, to, to blurt that out. His,
1: no one's really gonna figure that one out. Yeah, we don't we have don't... we
2: don't have a real audience, so <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, but she she used to joke about all the time. He like that you. Well, there was sho- no joking about it. Yeah. That you showed her how to do her makeup or something like that. She she jokes all the time about it. Yeah,
2: because he was in theater, so he had to know yeah. how to do makeup. But, like, he made fun of me for not <laughs> knowing how to put on makeup. Because I was horrible. Hey, do you remember when I used to put orange makeup on <laughs> in junior high school?
0: <laughs> you know what? I think I turned Reina into more of a girl when after she started dating me. I got, a, I got the well, gut I feeling.
1: Mean- that's cool, man, because that I means she felt like you were more of a man. You know,
0: I, I know that's what she says. I, yeah, because I, I
2: was like a dude totally around all my friends in well, high school. You
0: thought you was a dude, then you like <laughs> dated a real dude. You are like, oh shit, guys are way different than I thought.
3: I
2: dated well, guys. Mean, in there could only
1: be, there can only be a healthy percentage of dude in a relationship. Yeah. Right? If you occupy most of that percentage of dudeum, well then she's got to step aside, or it's not going to be healthy, right?
0: Well, no, that I, I, I think it's one thing to think that you kind of that you're like a dude, and then you date a, like a real dude, and then you realize really quick, oh, if, if this is how guys really are, this is a huge difference in what I think being a guy is like. It's it, I I think that's the I think women get wrapped up in that illusion sometimes, that yeah, I'm just like one of the dudes. Is like.
2: It's it's not that okay because my friends don't get me wrong they were dudes we're not gonna emasculate them in any way but I know
0: that but you weren't dating them either. I wasn't
2: dating them Correct. and they had no interest in me which was fine and they treated me like one of the dudes in a, in a sense I'm sure they were way different when I wasn't around I'm oh, not fucking I'm not stupid you know
1: but no yeah. no we we never treated you exactly like one of the dudes yeah not but to be enough rude, yeah you no know? no no we wouldn't like say we like like oh here's an example you know sometimes i would walk into uh <clears throat> like eddie's house
3: mm-hmm.
1: and oh, he, god he, eddie you know he'd be like hey how, how you doing he'd be like hey how you doing you know because i would just walk in you know yeah we did that in the 90s <clears throat> so i would walk in he'd be like hey how you doing doing good cool and then he'd be like Oh hey hey, hey, hey hey can you watch this for me or see something and be like okay and then he'd like turn on a porno knowing <laughs> his like <laughs> yeah, his like grandma was like in the next room coming in and then i'd be <laughs> caught with the porno in <laughs> the vcr and the tv That's a solid move. You know, he would never do that with you. Yeah. Right? Like little things, you know, like little things like that like cuz that's just not cool to do to a girl like, you know, it just or it gets weird, you know. Yeah. Oh
2: my god, dude!
1: You know, no, you know, no, I'm I, not trying to. You know, but little things like that. No, 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 one hundred percent. And I, I, don't
2: take any to offense that. to that. I think there's a respect to not treating me one hundred percent like one of the guys. Honestly,
1: there, there was a some yeah, amount mean, of respect well, there. There has to be, there has to be some respect for your actual gender, right? Or your, you know, my which, chosen. I don't know. Yeah, what, you know that's. Whatever the fuck, you know, there has to be some respect for that kind of like energy in the room.
2: Which is funny because I had no fucking respect for you guys at all. Like in terms of you were gonna get what you were gonna fucking get, <laughs> and you better fucking deal with it. I felt bad for you guys. I feel bad for you guys now.
1: Nah, you're cool. You're, um, cool. you're cool to be around.
2: <laughs> Where? Okay, we're in. We're 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 outside of high school right now, talking about.
0: He's about to get out of high
2: school. He's about to get out of high school. Before he gets out of high school, can I embarrass you a little bit? I have so many embarrassing stories. Well, this Ooh, sounds interesting. I- you know this story.
1: What oh, is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which
2: story? Uh, one day, I went to go see, well, I think I went to go visit you. and But instead, you were not there. You were supposed to be there. I don't know. We didn't have cell phones, or you didn't have a cell phone. I had a cell phone. but
0: With your broke ass.
2: Yeah. But uh, so I was hanging out with mom for a little bit. and But she said you were there. I was looking for something, a book or something.
1: Remember this? Oh, yes. <laughs> this actually changed things for me. Oh, this good. This actually- A turning point. A, a do cha- do, yes. You know, sometimes you have to have a slap in the face moment. Yes. So-, so go- Do tell.
2: He was, I think he, I think your room was a converted, it was a garage that converted to a room, which I thought was yes, a badass it was room. Some, it was so cool.
1: <clears throat> no door, though. No doors. Oh, you, you don't
2: need a door. Away. You're a teenage guy. Fuck that shit. What do you need doors for?
1: You you need doors when you're
0: jerking off by yourself. You don't want nobody walking in on you. Well,
2: better not be doing that shit then.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's a teenage guy. I'm pretty sure he's rubbing on his dick on everything. Don't want to know. Don't want (laughs) to know.
2: Anyways, so mom sends me in his room. She's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's in his room underneath his bed. So she sends me a girl, as far as she knows, into his room to go under his bed and fucking dirty chonies. Fucking! Off. I'm surprised I didn't find a fucking cemented sock. Honestly, that's,
0: that's how guys roll. It ain't dirty enough. I'll clean history it later. Textbook.
2: Yes, history textbook. <laughs> uh, did not find my book. I did find
1: history textbook. I remember history textbook.
2: Oh my god! Which why were we? You were always an AP. What the fuck? Why did we have the same history book? I wasn't no, no, an AP. No, anything. No,
1: no. <clears throat> you're no. You're you're half right. For some reason, because I came into. I came into Valley under English to Second Language.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: because for some reason that was my designation because when I started in the district, I had to take English to Second Language pullout because I had a fucking accent, you know? You did not. Whatever. <clears throat> I did when I first, like, second grade. Oh, okay, grade, okay, okay. Grade. You weren't around me. Well, yeah, makes sense because mom sounded-
2: has a thick accent. Dad does, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, so what the fuck was wrong with that? I don't know. So they they literally, you know, like California washed my accent away. And then, um, yeah, so anyhow, so because of that, the whole time I could never get into any of the AP English or humanities, right? Because, one, I didn't care about school, like, so I wouldn't do, like, like, I was ESL, so they would never allow it. Oh, my God. One time I got into an AP class. One time I got into an AP class, uh, which was AP physics. Jesus. In senior year, and that that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. But uh, other than that, I, I, I didn't really expel that much effort towards school. Like, I wish I did, but I, I really didn't. I just did the bare minimum. Whatever they said I needed to do to get – the Grades, and then that was it.
2: I feel like I did the bare minimum. I guess we all did the bare minimum just to fucking survive, but yes. Yeah, so I ended up uh going through see, f- t- finding your chonies, and that that freaked you out,
1: yeah. Yes, so like incessantly about it. You told everybody, everybody about it. <laughs> I no, mean, she told everybody at school about oh, yeah, I about did. that. My mom was joking about it, she told my relatives or the you know the relatives that had around the time you know around there it was it was actually pretty embarrassing to me i kind of like nudged it off like it didn't mean nothing to me like <laughs> oh, you know oh, you know like you know jock you know yeah. want to be but like i'm an artist dude so like inside i was like Fuck. <laughs> like i was so fucked up inside like i was crying like playing like like fucking no doubt like heartbreak music like why did she like <laughs> fuck with me that bad like i was legit <laughs> mad at you like i was legit like not happy it was really bad and and so like i like i honestly like i put on a brave face this is the first time i'm gonna tell you this i was like legit hurt i yeah. had no Anyhow, clue it was good <laughs> no uh, why would i it like telling oh like what you did the other day, and what you're telling people kind of hurts me about my dirty underwear. Like, how do you, how do you approach somebody Especially like that? Especially as a it's high school kid, uh, as a
0: high school boy. It, like, you're just going to push that shit down. It's,
1: uh, you, yeah, I just pushed it down, man. Yeah, you just, did like, a lot because you never,
2: you never came at me crazy, and I bullied the fuck out of you sometimes. Like, that one time you stole money <laughs> you <did>. from me. <laughs> you stole money from me, and I fucking hey, wait, like, choked you. When you stole no, money from me and choked me. Money. Or I choked you. Okay, I gave you money to go get me. You were, you were leaving campus to go get food, and I gave you cash, and I said, hey, get me a double Western bacon cheeseburger, and you got yourself fucking food with my money.
0: Hell yeah. And then move. I fucking
2: choked you against a wall, because <laughs> I was so fucking mad that you took my money and didn't
1: get me food.
0: I got you food. It's at the store. All you got to do is Do go you not there. remember that? <laughs>
1: You know, okay, here's what really happened. I think, I don't know. You know what, whatever. I w- it had to have been a misunderstanding. Why would I steal oh, okay. from you? I mean,
0: <laughs>
2: it was a total misunderstanding. You, okay, <laughs> what you told me was that, oh, my God, I had money in my pocket, and I was so excited, so I bought myself some food, is what you told me, and then I choked you. I was so mad because I'm diabetic. Maybe, maybe so, like, I
1: forgot. Maybe I forgot to purchase it. Maybe that was it, and I had the money, and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened.
2: Yeah, I know what happened. You ate my food, you whore. Never forgave you for that. Don't fuck with my food. i
1: That was funny. All right, let's but go back no, to No, I mean, but, you know, I, but I think that was something to do around theater. So this is so, somewhat related. So that was around the theater time. Yeah, big time. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's why, here's why, uh, that dirty underwear story is important. On the tangent, is because I am like a complete neat freak. Post that, really? Like it? Total? Yes, I am organized. I am like the guy that buys all the Rubbermaid fucking clear shit so I can like organize every little fucking thing I have. Like, uh, you know, my 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 studio has every XLR organized oh my by length God. and and type connection, everything. I mean, I'm very shit. litigious, man. It totally changed me. And pre that I was like slob, but here's what it was. It wasn't like a hundred percent or I started cleaning up and then I was like, Oh man, that looks dope. And then I cleaned up some more. And then I invited like a girl, you know, to over and she was like, Ooh, it's so clean. i was like oh that's cool (laughs) and then you know and then i start organizing something and then it's like oh shit that's fucking cool that's so easy i could just like you know reach and find there yep and then like it just builds on itself it's like it's now it's an obsession it's another disease i have except for it, it it helps me. I feel like you know what I mean. It's that same level of sub- obsession people have. I'm really organized. I, I in in fact I'm like constantly looking for new ways to get organized all the time. Like I I think I even texted Raina the other day when you you know you were running late doing this other thing, the the other show. You know she texted me sorry and I was like oh no worries I'm organizing. My oh pantry. yeah. I legit was <laughs> like o- opening all these like Tupperware things to organize. Every ingredient by, like, type and container type and, like, it, it, yeah. I'm really bad. It's it's an obsession. And in an but ironic twist fate, of fate, good ones
2: in my room, you'll find dirty underwear all over the place. No matter where you look, there's going to be a pair of dirty underwear somewhere on the floor maybe. Yeah. Main radio bathroom. are
0: not organized people. Not at, at all. Large. Yeah. I can it's- get organized <laughs>
2: for a short period of time, but it doesn't
1: last.
0: Yeah, it's fast and loose the way we operate. Well, just,
1: this is just what peer pressure does at that <laughs> hormonal time when you're like fucking don't understand the world and like people are laughing at you and you're like you know scars that happen Raina you know but I turned that one into a positive huh
2: I mean you and Fred made fun of me for being a fucking flamingo leg oh <laughs> so okay and like I was super, super. She's ugly. having to go
1: down to like. <laughs> now she's going down. Like, wh- She just went back six years. We're we're eighteen at this point. You went back six years. What are you
2: doing? Yep, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. Remember those times you made fun of me, bitch? It's gonna happen now. <laughs> and then we're gonna stay best friends and talk about this forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, so. You know, I really feel bad about junior high, eh, about that, because you ended up going to a different high school, you know, for the first year. And I did, I, I felt like that was wrong.
2: And that so wasn't because of... I
1: always, I always said sorry back then, and I'll say sorry today.
2: So. Yeah, but that, was, I a, that wasn't That was because of you or anything. That was like me like, yeah, I got to kind of break away from this toxic friendship I'm in. Not, your, not you, because me and you weren't like besties quite yet. It was me and the other girl. We won't talk about that. We'll move on from that. That'll be a that'll be a story. I'll pull oh, you on the Hot Mess okay, Express man. and we'll talk about our shit.
0: All right. So so it's you're n- you're at the very end of high school. You're kind of getting a, a drive to do film. Oh, so where, where does it yeah? Go I'm from getting there? a
1: drive into it, but so well, it's really con- then I'm really confused. I don't know what to do. And then another friend of ours, I'll just say her name, Janet. She. Uh, Is this really like litigious person? She's super organized at this point. She's the only person I know that has a checking account. <laughs> that has a cell phone. Uh, Not true. I had a cell phone. I mean, I mean only. No, no. I'm talking about this in totality, what she has. Oh, right? okay. She had a checking and savings account that I saw her write checks out of. She was a part of a union uh, because she was also she worked at Bell Air. Uh, she was a checker, right? So she already had stuff like that. She had, uh, like, scholarship money, already. Right? She the only person I ever knew that had, like, that that wasn't, like, a football player. And uh, so she had stuff like that. And uh, so she was really always, like, this adult. Like, I always viewed her like my aunt. And non-like, like, this. She was always, like, my age, but, like, way more, like, mature uh, mature than I was yeah she was always mature and she she I, she helped helped a lot of us a lot of us get out of some out of it you know honestly it helped a lot of us get out of it because there was this thing that Sacramento State had where if you had like some dopey percentage on the SAT which was basically like did you take it and a 2.5 you were guaranteed admission into the university. What the fuck? Yeah, at that time, right? They're were know, just, and I was They're just started, trying to fix morons yeah, or what on, were they doing? On the spot admission from your high school. So I, you know, so she was like, "Come with me." And I was like, "Okay." And I had no no intention of doing it or whatever. So then she was like, "All they do is just check your transcript. I know you took the SAT because of football." and uh and then and then that's it i was like oh okay and i had a crappy sat it was literally eight oh something you know stupid i, I never even out.
0: I, don't, I never even took my sats
1: i had to do it because i was contemplating maybe playing college football either at two school or d1 double a school and i had a few colleges that i was talking to and uh, none of it ever amounted to anything. I wasn't, you know, that, that great. You know what I mean? I wasn't that great. So, uh, so I took the SAT because you had to do that in order to do the clearinghouse to talk to the colleges. It was one of those like hurdles you had to do. So I did it. So she knew how I had done it. And, um, um, so I go, I went with her and then they were, they were like, it was, I still remember it was $35 to do this, uh, Sac state thing. And she was like, Oh, it's $35. And I was like, Oh, I don't have $35. And she was like, I know you don't have $35. And so she wrote the check for me. And, and I literally to this day still thank her for just writing the check because what ended up happening is a series of events where like a dude like me, that's and I will tell you like, I earned like over half a million dollars in scholarship money off of the the university system giving out money, and I ended up with a dope dope like sort of thing that I do, and I'm really happy about it. But like she she kind of kicked it off, you know, and so and she kind of helped me learn the ways of college because she was like the the uh, uh, Dave Ramsey of like college you know she was super conservative with like her money she worked as a checker throughout the whole thing she was super cool but yeah anyway, it's just she taught me a lot of like those because she was so much more mature than us and so she taught a lot of us these skills so anyhow i ended up getting on the spot admission to sac state and they asked me what do you all want to major in and i don't know why i told her i just made like a cop movie and so she goes, oh, okay. And so she puts criminal justice.
0: What the fuck? How, <laughs> how did you get, I just made a movie. Cool, that means you want to be in the law
1: enforcement side of things? College, man. I never ended up taking a single criminal justice class. I, I, I don't know. So anyhow, I got the on the spot admission. I was like, oh, cool. And then Janet goes, look, and you got to use it. Oh, if if after this summer and whatever we're going to do, whatever doesn't pan out, you know, you could at least go to school here. And I was like, oh, okay. Or she was like, or you could always go to consumer Server college where you're still at, you know, because I was taking a, a night class at that point. You know, she knew that. <clears throat> and so, you know, I was like, okay, cool. So she was just trying to give me options, man. She was worried about like, the direction I was in, she was like, this guy needs options. And it was one of the first times I, like, ever had, like, a, a classmate really kind of look out, look out like that, you know? Like, oh, she was really cool. She's literally one of the only two people I keep in contact with. I thought he was going to end up with know?
2: her. I thought he was going to marry Janitalia.
1: Whoa! What? Oh, <laughs> were they dating? No,
2: they never dated. No. I never understood why they never dated what either. What talking about? I know, because you and I are friends. But I didn't see Janet as your friend like you and I are friends. So I was like, "Oh, they're they're going to end up together," which would not have been a bad thing it, it, in my eyes. I'm now now that you're with your wife. Obviously, I'm not trying to disrespect Kristen by any means. But
1: no, 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 no,
2: no. You know, but
1: no. no I mean,
2: back then I was like, "Oh, they're probably going to end up together." Which, by the way, Janet is um, a cousin to our sister in law. Oh, really? Your youngest brother's wife.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I didn't realize Aaron is, is attached to them.
2: Yes, we're married to her. Or we're not, we're not married to her. We're uh, related to her by marriage. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Wow. Yes, cool. uh, I mean, she's awesome. He's talking she's about how awesome mature person. she is. And, and, and she her- is. She's
2: always been mature. And we called her Janitalia.
0: I like it. It's a solid name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we were just like... She was like... She always drove... She had a car mm-hmm. uh, Ford Taurus. I remember that. And, you know, we were... We were such assholes, man. We literally, like, fucking toilet papered her car. (laughs) And then the next day would ask her for rides.
2: Okay, but to be fair, you guys would literally lift my car up, you and all your football friends, and move it four spots in a different, like, direction and completely different area. You guys would literally move my car.
1: Yeah, that was fun. That, really yeah. Geo Metro. I
2: like, would come and my car would yeah. be like sideways in a parking spot. I'd be like, oh, fucking shit.
1: Literally, you you know, you could literally do that with just three guys.
2: I, I'm aware. I've seen it in person. Okay. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
3: assholes.
1: <laughs>
2: Back to Janitelia and your story. <laughs> Oh well,
1: I mean, she's an awesome person. I never saw her like that. I don't think she ever saw me like that. You know, Obviously, she looked after, she looked out for other people too. I saw her do this for other people. Yeah, you know, she's just really cool. She would do her. it for she anybody. Was never afraid to like pass out, passing out her knowledge, man. It's like somebody taught her some skills. Like she was, she 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 taught me about the student loan scam before there was a, a big old scam out there that people were talking about. Now she was, she was like. On top of it, man. So she taught me how to get scholarships and whatnot because I eventually had like a summer of just crazy with friends. And you know what?
0: If you look uh, back,
1: nothing creative.
0: If you look back and think about it, how long did she work at Bel Air? Like through, through high school? When did she start working there?
2: 16 maybe beginning
1: of sophomore year yeah Whoa, earlier she got some weird exemption okay because so she was a part of a church so or something but if you think about that remember.
0: she was already in the workforce so if she's in the workforce already she's probably talking to older people that probably had a little more experience so she probably was able to reference yeah. more information working with other people that are already in the job market and not that but she probably is probably taking yeah, a little and, serious.
1: You know, one of the reasons why you're you're reminding me of you're you're helping my synapses cross places they haven't crossed in a long time. She she met her husband, her current husband at Bel Air. And I think he was like two or three years older than her at that time. Like he was a a checker and she was a checker. And so, yeah, so like, you know, another reason why I, I know like, I never thought of her like the way Raina was thinking about was because I knew that she liked him, you know, like she was always into him and, um, uh, Oh yeah. He I was forgot. always very mature. He was always a very mature guy too. I actually never met him until the wedding, but, uh, he's a solid dude. Contractor. Uh, I mean, can build anything with his hands. Uh, very successful right now. I mean, hyper successful uh it's just you know they're washing in the glory of their good decisions and so like that's i'm really really they're cool people i kept up with them more often uh i keep up with arena more often than i keep up with uh with her admittedly but she's always really busy i think she has like four kids
2: now oh my god
1: yeah she's i mean they're religious too, which is, you know, part of that. Oh problem. yeah. And that's good thing. That's a good thing too. You know, I'm not, yeah. we need more people, more moral people, you know? So it's, it's, it's good. But anyhow, so that I never saw her like that. So that's interesting. You, you bring that up, you know, you know, I never,
2: um, it's interesting. I yeah, always she, wondered she where you, out for us, man. Yeah. I always wondered where you, um, cause I remember when, when you started going to USC, um, And this is jumping a little bit ahead because I know you had your little film. You're getting to your what films you started kind of what got you into film. But when you went to USC, I was like, how is he doing this? How is he paying for this? Where did he learn how to apply for all this stuff? And I was like, oh, my God, he's he's so mature because we're going down and you're like putting a deposit on an apartment and doing all the shit. And I'm this was like foreign to me. I'm like, (laughs) I have a fiance in the Navy, you know. He's going to fucking pay for my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're an interesting, uh, person, you know, uh, because I always felt like you had it together. <laughs> so hearing this, is like, shit, you know, we're, we're all, you know, cause growing up in South Sac, you know, no matter what you say of race or whatnot, by economic opportunities and just the harsh realities. You just learn to fake it so fucking much. You know, the really shitty day you're having, or you got jumped in the morning on the way to school. That happened to me a lot. A lot. In junior high. A lot. A lot in junior high. A you lot. know?
2: You look like Corey from But Boy you all the rest of the day.
1: And he had a Jufro. I had a Jufro. Well, I couldn't afford a haircut, man. <laughs> my mom's cutting my hair. What the fuck? Man? What am I the supposed fuck. to do? They don't let you wear hats? You go to fucking... Oh, yeah. Like, what was it? Stud- student jail if you wear a hat? Oh, like, yeah. You you like, the hat is a, they treated you like a hat was a gun. did Oh, they yeah. Teach you that? Like, it's Nowadays, they let the kids fuck, wear hats
2: now.
3: Like,
0: and have guns. And
2: have guns. <laughs> <laughs> they allow kids to do that. Anyways, back to... Where are we going to college? So, where are we yeah. at?
0: So she showed you the ropes of how to get into oh, the college and make it work She for showed you.
1: me how to get it. And so, anyhow, I had a... I had a crazy summer like no other. I So I had done the professional play uh, uh, to no reviews. Nobody saw it. It was at this little. Uh, Is
2: that what you were uh, expecting? Your company. first play?
1: No, I expected somebody to watch it. But you didn't tell uh, anybody. A, a single person. So hold on, no, hold I on. wanted it to on, be Hold on, hold on. No, time, 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 time out, I didn't want that. Time out.
0: <laughs> so you were starring in a professional play, and you didn't want to tell any of your yes. friends, and you're mad that nobody saw it.
2: Maybe he means more important people.
1: But he did. I knew.
0: Yeah, but do you want the opinions? It, I do wanted... You, would you rather get the opinions from your friends or some a bunch of other people?
2: I'm going to be honest with you. He did not want our opinions because we were assholes. We were shitheads, and we would have talked shit the whole time and made fun of his rouge.
1: Oh, they probably would have done that shit. Yeah. There was probably that... But more, I wanted to see what organically would happen just if any person was in a play and who would come to it. So anyway, I'm not saying three people came to the play. Mm-hmm. It, it, so it was guaranteed one weekend. It, it, it ran for the three days it ran, and one person came for every performance. It was a little small 20-seat theater called Celebration Arts. I don't even think it exists anymore, uh, sadly. Uh, but it was the uh, it, it was a version of um, uh, Death of a Salesman, Ooh. and I played Happy. I played the character of Happy, which was the second brother, and so I was in Death of a Salesman. And it and because so few people came, it didn't get extended to this, a second weekend or. Any subsequent weekends. So <clears throat> I, I was in a professional whatever, had the summer, and said, okay, cool, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I just went to Sac State. So I I, I Google what's the first day of class. I literally did this. I Google what's the first day of class, and I showed up on the first day of class at Sac State. Thinking it was high school, bro. like where they give you a schedule oh (laughs) shit
0: no you show up or you just don't show up
2: well because ARC was like that or CRC was like that they gave you a
1: schedule no CRC CRC I thought you only had to select nightclub I thought the kids that went during the day had a schedule like in high school and at night and at night, they, ha- dude, it's, I mean, bro, like I, I have no family in college, Yeah. no friends in college. Same with me. I didn't, When, when I first taught is-
0: classes, like I realized my, my first class I signed up for, it's like, oh, shit, I got to hunt down this room, and it's on these days. And then I remember the first time I showed up to a college class, I realized that the, the teacher didn't give a shit if you didn't show up.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, there I- I I subsequently learned all those things too, but I thought during the day in college, you had a set schedule, and if you had more time, you could select certain night classes to take.
2: Oh, you're so pretty! There was a counselor
1: that just handed you a. (laughs) I thought it was a counselor that handed you a schedule for the day. So I showed up and I went to the office and asked for the counselor's office, like at seven in the morning. (laughs) You know, I, I thought I was I thought I was showing up early. You know, and
0: uh I wanna make a good impression my first day of school.
1: <laughs> wearing
2: this brand new shirt, See, brand new jeans.
1: This yes. New lugs. shoes. I was wearing some I was wearing some lugs. Yeah, shoes. of course. Right? Anchor blue jeans. <laughs> Shit. A, a, a flannel shirt, oversized, just way oversized flannel shirt. Right, it was pretty hood, man. It was pretty bad. Uh, white tea. Stay, yeah. Oh my god. Anyhow, counselor, counselor then uh said uh you know whatever they gave me a ticket. Sit here, at this lobby. Counselor came out. I think she thought I was Forrest Gump or something, man. I mean oh. God.
0: Stupid is a stupid. She does she was
1: slow, man? <laughs> no, for real. She was like, she was like, uh, sir, can you just come step with me here? Uh, we're just gonna have a seat in my office, okay? And you know, I'd and he's thinking in. she's I'm slow. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> he's like, oh, she's dumb. <laughs>
1: Little did you know Dude, she just she just sits there and takes out the student catalog which they tell me I was what? they charge you money f- for the Bible of what the 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 schedule of classes were that month uh, that semester yeah yes. you for and so she was like I'm just gonna I didn't know that like you could have went online and got it for free I didn't even
2: again he didn't I'm know not that scheduled
1: for any class. <laughs> I'm not scheduled for any class. I'm oh, you didn't even sign anything. up for the class. I have no financial aid. I have no financial aid. I have, n- I didn't even, nothing, man. Oh, you thought I you were, just you thought this you were, paper. hold on.
0: So you thought you were going to show up and they're just going to enroll you in classes for you? Like.
1: That's what he's getting at. I had this piece of paper that I got with Janet that one time.
2: <laughs> Band camp. <laughs>
1: that that piece of paper it literally is on the stationery that they have that's like that has like multiple copies underneath it like you know purple copy pink copy whatever yeah. like a, whatever print cup and it says congratulations comma blank <laughs> comma on your admission to Sacramento state you know For the blah, blah, blah school year. And it has my name handwritten. (laughs) That's what they gave me.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck.
1: So uh, this is what ends up happening. She goes, all right, well, uh, have you done the FAFSA? Have you done blah, 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 blah? No. So then they quickly just help me with it there on the spot. Yeah. And I think they helped me forge shit. Oh, yeah,
2: they night will, night. especially
1: if you're Hispanic. And then I end up with, like, money and a credit card and all these classes, and it's all paid for, and I'm not – I don't have to pay for anything. They did everything. They gave me a grant, a Cal grant, uh, some other poor kid grant. Uh <laughs> they gave me all these grants and i was like wow and they were like you know what you should do you should go to the department okay and they're like oh do you know what that is and i was like what what is it they're like oh this is here that you have like criminal justice (laughs) and i was like oh oh no what's that and they're like oh it's if you want to be in the fbi or if you want to be a like a sheriff or Whatnot, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and so they were like, okay, what do you want to do? And I told them, well, I made this movie and whatnot, and I did all this like press on it over the summer, you know, KCR. and they're like, oh, oh, cool. You should be a theater major. That's the th- that's what they had. That was the closest thing that they told me to do. And I was like, oh, theater. I was like, well, I did theater in high school. Oh, theater no. major. And I was like, ah. So I was like, all right, what kind of guy, you know, I've always felt like that, you know, so anyhow, so I did it. And they were like, you should go ask him for a scholarship. I was like, really? You could just go ask them for a scholarship. I was like, yeah. So I don't know why she told me that. I think she, what she told me was go ask the front desk if they have scholarships. And so like, but what I ended up doing was I went to the dean of the school after like two weeks of school, and then I asked him for a scholarship. Oh my God. <laughs> and he goes, sir, are you asking for, and his name was Dr. Pomo, sir, are you asking for a scholarship? I said, yes. Like like, kind of blindly? I guess it is kind of like Forrest Gump then because they gave me a fucking scholarship, like a So then, like, I had like no bills, and I and I I I was able to I bought that truck. Oh yeah, remember that? Uh, the Danger Ranger. My pick. (laughs) Well, yeah, it ended up becoming that after a long time, but yeah, yeah. So like, ended up that you know it was cool, man. And I was like, wow. And then like, and then I really really got into the major. I liked it, and I was like, okay, cool. They didn't have a broadcast, like I kept asking them if they had like broadcast stuff major and they were like no so then i was like okay whatever so then i i uh ended up not acting in the school plays there because i ended up acting professionally at yeah the, uh, sacramento theater company Ooh. for uh some monologues i know it was fun and we I did some plays and i worked at b street theater and so i ended up becoming like a like a professional actor in sacramento And, um, that guy I met in, in, in high school that gave me those free classes, I, I still was taking classes with him once a week and it ended up, ended up doing a play at CRC river stage and that reviews in Sacramento and got like all these interviews and, and stuff for, for the whole cast. I wasn't the primary lead, but I was like, had a good role, really good role. And, um, uh, we did the, the play that we did was uh, called uh, the Chicago Eight. Uh, it was about the conspiracy, the Chicago Eight conspiracy theory about the. Uh,
0: the teens, the black teens. Eight defense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> I played, it. I played, uh, uh, Professor Wiener. That was his name. <laughs> I was on sta- I was on stage the whole time and I had not that many lines honestly but I was on stage the whole time and it was cool. It was the first time I was ever on a on a in a play where I was on stage the whole play so it was a cool experience and so uh, anyhow that that theater teacher uh, that theater pro- uh, was a theater teacher He was a professional he was a artistic director uh, he um, Asked me if I wanted to go somewhere else for school, and I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You really should go to a professional school for for theater if you want to do this any further." And I was like, "Well, I am. I'm I'm at Sac State." And he was like, "No, you got to go to a professional school." And I was like, "Oh, what does that even mean?" He was like, "You got to go to Yale. You got to go to you know all these like." ivy league schools and i was like no <laughs> i'm not that kind of person he was like well you at least right. got to go to like la or hollywood and so got me into that and uh he ended up calling usc uh who had a uh, yearly auditions for the theater program and uh he used to be a, a teacher there uh and uh when he was a prominent theater person in los angeles and before he like did his retirement job of having like a small theater company in northern california that was his retirement job so um so i ended up auditioning for usc which was very interesting and then i ended up getting into usc into their like conservatory program and uh that came with a full tuition scholarship. And uh, uh, that was really, really dope. My wife's Probably making fun of you.
0: She thinks she's making fun of th- She was saying, making the comedy, you think you're hot shit?
1: <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Because I got smacked down really quick. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. You know, like I did leave Sacramento a little bit inflated. I had like. you a big fish in a
0: small pond?
1: professional yeah yeah but then you go into like a shark ocean infested bloody waters yeah <laughs> it's a bay with shark infested bloody waters that's what that's what hollywood is man so you get <laughs> dropped into that motherfucker <laughs> you go from being like a little like cool fish in like folsom lake to like this bay of death you know it's just like you know is what it is so it will crush people and change people and, you know, change me. But anyhow, the whole time I'm doing the theater stuff, I'm also doing video stuff. And so, like, I'm doing uh, – then I end up doing, quote, unquote, film stuff. I end up shooting some stuff on film uh, with the local news uh, in Sacramento. And, and, like, you could probably ask me, like, how are you doing all this stuff? I was not dating anybody. I oh, yeah. not really even partying. Or nothing, not like,
2: talking to him. Although we did work together for a little bit before you took off.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to run a scam before I left because I needed a bunch of money, and he did, and, and then, he made a lot of money. And then, and then because uh, I needed the money, you know. And was this when you were mm-hmm. selling cars? Yep, yeah, it was really controversial, man. It was really bad, but anyhow, <laughs> <laughs>
2: worked out. I mean, <laughs>
1: it.
0: So the so goal, you,
1: and I had to do it, man.
0: So you're getting into the scene. You're starting to do more and more. You're spending most of your time just getting enrolled in this. So at the at the time you were down going to uh, USC, you were up here still filming, or how, how was that going on?
1: Well, no, I haven't ha- hadn't gotten left for USC. So I auditioned, and then like now had to I got in, and I had to wait a semester. Okay, I got in in like March.
0: So you're up here filming and banking Mid- money. The
1: sem- so i'm doing that so i'm doing like music videos skateboarding videos some of those end up on like vans uh like war poor like showing up like on big stuff like i ended up shooting like some like skate park music video stuff with like papa roach before they became papa roach oh that's in dope Vacaville. yeah really cool stuff they ended up being like on like like, I swear I see some of the footage still, like, in some of their archive shit. But, like, I, I can't really remember if it's my shit. Because, like, you would shoot it, or at least I would, and then you'd mail the fucking tape yeah. to them. Like So I'd, like, edit in the fucking camera. I'd, like, figure out all the shots, edit. It's all in the camera doing all the transitions, buttons. Sometimes I'd, like, hold the, like, like record button while, like, doing some weird stuff so I can, like, get some weird effects, like, bit burnt into the tape, you know. So you do whatever you can. Like, you make it in the in the camera because I didn't own any editing equipment. And it's, it's really hard to, like, break into these, like, school editing machines, you know. A teacher has to be with you all the time. So, like, I end up learning how to just make the shit in the camera so I can submit it. And so, like, we got into some cool stuff, you know, like, during that time submitting to... Vans, a lot, the Vans had a lot of mailing contests, so we would do that, and uh, so did that kind of stuff. So it was cool. Did uh, cable access, uh, cool stuff. You know, helping out on KCRa with this guy who ended up becoming, you know, more to me later. You know, like doing just doing whatever I could to stay active. Again, the same thing. I hate going home. Going home means I might get in an argument with my family and it's just like if I could be outside of the house, cool. Whatever it takes. And uh, anyhow, so um um now I get it I get I'm I gotta go to SC and I need uh, I needed was it? I it was somewhere like thirteen thousand dollars. Ooh.
0: That was a lot back then. Holy 13, shit.
1: I think it was like $13,000. I needed that. Wh- what is this? In like? order to front my... And this is 2002, 2001 time? The year 2002.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of money back then. Because at the time, yeah. I was I just started going to community college. And there was like, I think it was like $4 a unit.
1: Well, see, see, something... I was living at my... Uh, I was living at my friend Arvin's house...
3: I forgot and,
1: about Arvin. Uh, yeah, I was living in his house. I had been kicked out by that point, so I'm also really active because I don't want to bum out in Arvin's house all day or night, you know. So I only really go home or to Arvin's house to sleep, and uh the s- hours a day outside. But I'm like, I'm not gonna be outside like just like at a park or whatever. I'm like, I'm. I'm too young, too active. I, I, I'm I'm going to fill it up with stuff. So I got really active in town. That That's what happened. But, but because of that, um, I'm paying a hundred bucks a month with Arvin, you know? So anyhow, and I have like all this extra money doing with my Sac State scenario. But like I had been pumped up by Frank to go to LA because he said I would have more of a future learning or meeting the people that I would meet here. And I didn't understand, but I trusted him. But because of like the situation, even though it was full tuition, I still needed housing, living arrange, you know, I, all of that kind of stuff. So, so it had counted out to like thirteen grand that I needed to show up with to have an opportunity to like make it through that semester. So, like, I still had to go down there and get a job and whatnot. But I needed that that amount of money to like I know I'll be able to have rent till Jan- December and. You know, I'll figure it out from there, you know what I mean, to get a job or whatnot. And so the only thing I had ever heard or seen of any person making that amount of money in that short amount of time was somebody selling cars, and that was my stepdad at that point. Oh, yeah. After his, bu- the, his, after his business had failed at the movie theater, he... Slipped into selling cars, and he he was like a beast at selling cars, and all his whole identity completely changed into, I'm the beast of car sales or some sh- shit like that. Like he, that's it. <laughs> all he ever talk about are his conquests of like stupid customers and how he did this <laughs> and how he did that. And I would always be like, dude, you're fucking monster. How could you rob that person of like? You know they didn't need tinted windows. What the fuck are you giving (laughs) that person tinted windows? You know know what, though?
0: The way I look at that is that you're presenting it. The person's not obligated to buy anything.
1: I agree with you now. At that time, super artist, cry myself to sleep, (laughs) but never show anybody that. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I was so fucked
2: up. He couldn't afford tinted windows, so he he felt the pain of the people that were. Um, I need to jump in real quick because I don't know if you remember this, but his dad ran the kiosk at the art. I want to say it was Arden Theater, right? He it was ta- Arden area. He was
0: talking about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is insane
2: because I used to go theory. there all the time and get toys. I beg my dad to buy me toys. I did not know that his family ran that.
1: Yeah, that was. that was my intro right there. So anyhow. So you needed capital.
0: Your stepdad was already in a position where he was giving you the inside knowledge about what happens on a car sale and the potential money you can make.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just know from what he told me. So what ended up happening was he just, you know, fucking, I ended up fucking just recreating acting all the stories he told me on how he got the job on how he sold cars I just remembered all the stories even though they all annoyed the fuck out of me because that's all he obsessively ever talked about if he talked to me was about all his car sales conquests. It was never how I, I was or whatever. It was bullshit. Yeah, but I still remembered them. They're still burnt into my head. What I decided to do is do the theater thing and, you know, that gay shit, you know, but anyhow, fake it, you know, d- South sack meets the theater, meets the hustle, meets whatever the fuck I'm going to do to get this money. So I, 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 I recreate what my, what my stepdad did, which was he told me that he went to made a Toyota, went right up to the front desk, uh, to the guy at the desk and said, I'd like a job here. And he'd be like, okay, here's an application. He goes, I don't need an application. You want to go in the back and talk with me? What do you mean you don't need an application? If you want to give me a job, if that ever entered into your mind, you can go ahead and interview me right now. What's your name? Oh, and then he told him his name. And then he ended up getting the job. And ended up working the next day and ended up becoming a, like a car sales monster. That was He was just one of those guys. He's one of those guys. And so he just told me that. And so I was like, all right, fuck it. All right, I got to act the part, right? So, you know, it's not even probably half as good. But I end up going to the front desk and asking a guy, um, hello, I'd like a, a job at this establishment. <laughs> he literally said that. He goes, at the establishment? what you sell here he goes oh what do i sell <laughs> and i go well if you want to find out you can
0: oh hello okay and hold on, then, you, hold on. your audio got clipped yeah, on I that so what so so you showed okay. up you you told me like a job at the establishment and then what
1: i was like i'd like a job at this establishment and he goes. Oh you this establishment you say you know and I was like I know what you sell here he goes he goes oh what do we sell I was like well if you want to know my opinion on that you can interview me you know you f- feel free to interview me for a job and so he goes okay uh, here's an application go sit at that table right there and I'll see you in exactly 10 minutes and so I went and I quickly quickly filled out the app and it was all filled out. It was ready. I I knew exactly how to fill out an app. I I had learned from Janet. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She taught me literally. You know, if you if something's not applicable, right? N A cross. Boop. Be very very specific with how you do stuff. Or at least at that time when you know we hand wrote that shit. So um, so he comes down. He sits down. He goes. So you want? You know, you'd like the job selling cars? He goes, yes. And then he goes. Uh, know anything about it and then i told him that my stepdad uh, a desk man at uh, made a toyota and i want a job here but i don't want him to know and i don't want him to spoon me a job and he goes well did you hear any of the stories he said on how he sells cars i go yes i've heard all, all his stories he goes, what do you think about him? I go, uh, well, they work, right? He goes, well, he's a desk man at MEDA. I go, yeah. He goes, okay, you can start tomorrow. Damn, and that was the interview. Yeah, but like, he didn't ask me who he was. He didn't ask me, you know. And I don't look anything like him. He's my stepdad, you know. So like, it's not like a familial like, oh, you look like him, you know. So, so how so it was I? Th- how was He your... was more into the bravado, you know. Yeah. I think that was it.
0: How was your 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 conquest of selling cars? I had 8 weeks. In 8 weeks you, you that's what you made in 8 weeks?
1: I made $27,000. Holy fuck, dude. I make almost 30 grand in 8 weeks. I cuz at that time No, it was probably maybe 10 weeks. Maybe 10 weeks. But I say 8 weeks because it was 2 months this And I didn't even remember worked there. I I guess we had drifted. The, I guess yeah, well, that's what you're talking I told about, you. Right? Like I didn't know you worked there. I didn't know you worked there or I didn't remember or something cuz I remember being like like a mega shock like oh glitch in the matrix when I saw you in like like in a professional work setting and you had like girl clothes on. I don't know like <laughs> No, no, you, no! You didn't have, yeah. You had like girl professional clothes on, like like slacks and like like a dress blouse mm-hmm. and like you, prof- high heels. You were like professional, you know.
2: Yeah, they made me, me wear. You hills. were one of the
1: customer service people, you know. Customer relations. So, like, yeah, you were like client facing you know like you but you were really good at it so but it blew my mind because I I, you were not like that normally no not at all (laughs) but it was cool it was cool to see you kind of in the hustle too you know like I, I it really helped gear me to get into that hustle because I asked specifically hey if I'm scheduled five days out of seven days can I just work every fucking day and they.
0: God damn it. Hello? To do on- your audio keeps clipping in and out. Yeah.
1: Sorry. So I asked them, can I work every day? And they were like, you want to work every day? I was like, well, if I have nothing else to do, can I work? And they're like, we could always use more guys on the line. And I was like, all right. So they wouldn't let you into the telephone room on your day off. But you can sit there and bake in the sun. Oh, yeah. Wait for someone to drive into your parking space uh, so you could, you know, up them. So, well, fuck, I remember the terms now. Yeah. So, yeah, so I did that. I literally did that every single day, every single day, other than, like, I think two days. Somebody got me to from the dealership to go to Folsom Lake, and I ended up getting the worst sunburn of my yeah. fucking life. Oh my fucking God. Anyhow, but uh So when you when you finally
0: got done doing that and running the Gambit of being a sales guy.
1: Bell to Bell too. Bell to Bell every day I worked. Oh shit. Bell I hated to it. Bell. I
2: hated it. I had to deliver his cars. He would keep me there till like two in the morning. Whew.
1: Dude, I customer was customer relations couldn't leave. So I, I was running cars, man. I had people I sold so many cars. I mean, and I sold them exact I just followed everything my step had gloated about doing and I did
0: ah god damn it hello
2: our internet is whacked
0: I don't know if it's his or ours
2: I feel like it's ours I think we lost URF
0: yeah maybe it's hard to tell oh yeah unplug your hardline God damn it.
2: Okay. Is he still connected? Is, can you see him on StreamYard?
0: Can I, can there you go. go. Oh, there
2: he is.
1: Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah
0: our stupid thing went offline. Our Netgear oh, thing. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But no, it, it should it's have switched you. to Wi-Fi. You, it, sh- it won't with that hard line plugged in.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah,
0: hey, we're back on. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, dude.
1: No, I. I okay, what did yeah, you last so, hear? I'm sorry. So you
0: were running a bell to bell. You were grinding it. You were using every tool at your disposal that you picked up from your stepdad. I'd I'd, I'd making the cell.
1: Yeah, and you know they kept trying to get me to invest in the phone time, which I knew would be great if You're I wanted a term. career. Yeah. Long term, but for me, I knew my direct objective was to sell as many cars immediately and so the line was all i really did i never went into the phone so like i was outside all the time and um my my did i tell you my line at the end was you know to every customer like you're not getting the better deal but you're getting the better salesman did (laughs) did you guys hear that no (laughs) that (laughs) was say that that at the end that was my release of consciousness like, hey, man, I told them at the end they didn't get the better deal, but they got a better salesman, you know? <laughs> but they would love that. So um, my whole thing in selling cars was I was selling myself. You I whore. Figured, Fuck. No, I figured, like, they're going to buy a car. It's a shitty experience. Why be with a shitty person? There's some truth in so, that. You know, I was just like, you know, it's hard no matter what you do. They're going to grill you about your financials. Someone's going to expose your credit history like it's your like meaning like like they expose your life like it like means some shit, you know, like like it really represents you as a person, you know, uh, they expose all that stuff. You know, it's a harsh reality for a lot of people. I kind of found like the empathy in other people's pain and I would see some people get like nine percent interest or special financing or. Some people get no interest, you know what I mean? It'd be like, you know, I understand like there are reasons, but like I just started to formulate like that kind of empathy towards that. That's what artists do, you know, that I started realizing more and more I'm more of like a, I'm feeling this artist thing even though I'm here, but I seriously questioned whether or not I should just sell cars. I was making so much money. And uh, but no, I I called you. I called USC and I asked them, uh, if what would happen if I like delayed admission for a year? Because I did the math on what I would make in a year yeah. if I was that aggressive. Oh yeah, and it, it was really tempting. And I did. I then I did the math on what it would be for two years. See, and, but this is
0: but, automatically you start running to issues, and the issue you start running to is. Or do you want to live a life where you're pursuing money, or do you want to live a
1: life where you're pursuing something that you want? Exactly. So, what really got me was when I went to the fourth year column, and I was like, "Wait, how old will I be if I am doing this for four years? I'll be." And then at that moment, bro, I'm listening to Blink One Eighty Two, Raina. Oh I'm god. Not even fucking lying to you. And what's my age again? Is new was that song. And the motherfucker goes, no one likes you when you're 23. And that's the age that I'm at here when I'm looking at this projection of four years and this money. And it must be like some sort of cosmic artist shit or I'm just attuned to it. But I looked and I was like, I don't care if I could have half a million dollars Supposedly, no one's gonna like me when I'm 23. I I'm gonna miss my chance to do something, you know, f- for myself. So I was like, no. And then I was cool with the money I made. I was like, cool. I'm not I'm not a gambling addict or anything. I'm cool with losing money at the tables or, or win- walking away winning. You know what, so. what did
0: uh what did the dealership end up saying when you when you put your notice in or did you just quit up uh, get up and quit.
1: Well, I had saw somebody like a couple days before put notice in on another team. And they were acting so fucking shitty to that guy. Like shitty. So at about the point where I was gonna put a two-week in, I saw what that dude was going through. And he was going through hell. And I asked him, like, w- w- why are you putting up with this shit, dude? And he's like, ugh. You know, I, I just don't want them calling my, nother, my other employer, you know. I don't want him to give him shit so that, you know, I don't want him to ruin my next gig. Yeah. Because the reason why he had to move was because he literally had to move um, because he was inheriting a house, or he, I think he was going to move into, like, his parents' house because he needed to give him in-home care. And so, like it was like somewhere like way north, like Rockland or something, and we were on Florin Road, at Florin Road Toyota. Yeah, the dude had a, lid, in my opinion, a non shitty reason to to go to another Toyota dealership up way up there. Yeah,
2: right? probably ended up
1: where we're at. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: probably ended up at Roseville.
1: I probably probably it's the closest one. But they treated the guy like he was like. Scum, like Benedict Arnold, like I can't believe you will
0: commute all the way from Rockin' out to South Sac.
1: They were like, "You're un- You're like deserting the team." Like oh, that's yeah. what his team was doing to him. I, when
0: I, when because they're, when I hear <sighs> was, when I hear companies start talking like that, these are the same motherfuckers that will fire you when something goes wrong, and not even give you a fucking second chance to defend yourself. A lot of times. And I laugh yes. when I laugh when they take that position. Like, I can't believe you're going to abandon us. It's like, you would fucking fire me in a heartbeat if the opportunity was there with probable cause. And now all of a sudden, I want to leave if there's a fucking problem.
2: Well, this is also the same company that framed me and fired me for something that I absolutely did not do. And I was too young and dumb to defend myself or even call them on it. I just wanted to go as humiliated.
1: What, Raina?
2: What? We're not getting into that. We'll get into that on Hot Mess Express.
0: All right. So you, you work at... Girl, all right. You work flipping so, so cars. Anyhow, so
1: anyhow, so, so I'm now two weeks away, and I'm still smashing cars, man. Again, I'm only doing the ups because I'm not trying to make appointments, you know? Or, like, even the people that, like, came... I mean, literally, I was, like, at... A, I was batting, like, 700. Whew! Seven out of ten ups, man. Yeah. And even then, a couple of the... I guarantee you I could have smashed 10 out of 10 except the, those other three were like they turned into people you would have to call on the phone and sort of like, you know, Wagyu massage the fuck out of them. And then you'll eventually sell them a car. I really wasn't into that. Like, cause I'm, I'm about, I was about like hit it and quit it, you know, in the back of my mind, like boom, boom, boom. I was so low key about it. Like Raina knew I was going to USC and it's, she was like, how are you going to deal with this? And I was like, "Uh, I got, I got away. I never explained it, but, uh, but anyhow, my goal at that point was just to just bail. Like, like one morning I'm supposed to show up and I just like call and quit. That's it. Like not even the, not even the day before or on the way out. (laughs) Nothing. Like like, nothing. Like, nothing, because I saw how shitty they were to a really reasonable person. It was another team. So, but I still kind of felt bad about it. I was like, nah, man, that's kind of, like, wrong. I think they call it ghosting today whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
2: The children today call it.
1: Uh, Whatever the fuck. I don't know what you called it back then, but I, I did that, like, all communicado. It was very easy back then. You just didn't answer the cell phone. Yeah. At that point, people had one cell phone. They didn't have your email. There was no socials or whatever. So anyhow, uh, but I felt bad because that like the manager Ray he was real nice to me, you know, and everything. Oh yeah, Ray was but, cool. But, but other, but no, but other people said he was like kind of not cool about certain things, right? And then I was like, ah, well, I don't know, you know. But then I saw him fire some dude like you were talking about Noah, right? He fired some dude for like. Some bullshit about yep. lunchtime or something. Some bullshit. Some, yeah. Some something like.
0: Some, yeah. At the same moment, think, at the same moment, <sighs> they get mad at you that you'd quit. And at the same moment, they they could fire you. In the, that's I don't have company loyalty at all. Like, to, when I hear people throw the term company loyalty, I was like, to who? To a, a, a business? Businesses are like, they're, they're blank faces. Like, don't think your yeah. boss, your boss isn't a representation of the business. He's just your boss. So if you're loyal to your boss, that doesn't mean shit.
1: Yeah, you know, when my, when my stepdad and my mom had their own business in the movie theater selling, you know, at the gift shop, they were cool people. They had a business. They had a swagger. They had an independent mindset. When, when my mom became a medical assistant, you know, she went through whatever medical assistant bullshit school and then started doing medical assisting, uh, she became like dull and like crusty and old and like and then my, <laughs> my stepdad became yeah my st- she started complaining about the parking pass she got was too far away from where she was working at UC Davis and oh god I never want to be that and so I don't want to work anywhere near a hospital seeing that and then like my dad my dad is like so he's like a robot. Like his his boss calls him, he answers the phone. Hi boss. Who the fuck answers the phone? Hi I, boss.
0: I don't want anything like that. That 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 was oh. that was one of the big reasons stepping down. Like there's other factors that, that was one of them too. It's feeling the obligation to answer my phone anytime work called because it was something that I had to address and it was just like fuck like it, it wears on you, dude, as a human.
1: I am a man. I don't want to call no motherfucker boss.
0: <laughs> Good for you. I wish I was in that position.
1: You call me boss. Why do you have to use that fucking word, I,
0: I I've never really used that word. so I,
1: Can, I'm cool with saying sir. I'm cool with saying ma'am or it, they, whatever the fuck you want boss i feel like if i call any of my
2: managers boss i feel like to them that's almost derogatory like they would be like don't call me that
0: yeah like what does that mean yeah you're the boss i know but why are you saying it like that yeah
2: like it's
1: it's taken differently now
0: yeah it's like it's it's more of a negative connotation more than anything
1: when Uh, my when my dad ran the gift shop i sometimes i would roll with him to la i'd sometimes roll with him to la to uh he'd come down to la and buy like Bullshit like posters, T-shirts, posters, figurines, whatever from like the uh, L.A. swap exchanges down here, uh, Fashion Mart and whatnot. And um, I'd see him, you know, he this motherfucker would have a wad of cash, hundred dollar bills, twenties, fifties, dealing with some like Korean motherfuckers and the little Korean. He knows he's Afghan. He's just like dropping out 500 bucks get like a truck full of posters of uh shaquille o'neal you know we're gonna oh, yeah. sell that motherfucking shit at the fucking movie theater i don't know why it has nothing to do with movies but shaquille o'neal in the cells right yeah and that's what fuck he's, yeah. that's what he's doing that's what he's doing so i see that he's a hustler right i looked up to him man it was like man it just so happens you know at the that's what happens when the, when his business failed financially. The relationships in the house failed. He's going through bankruptcy. I'm probably being an unreasonable fucking kid at the same time. You know, just it all deteriorated. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But I saw him turn into like a fucking yes man salesman that called his boss... Boss, like you, you, use the you, word boss.
0: Anytime I see guys like that, sales guys are really bad about that. But all I can think is stormtrooper. Like when I when I see that, you're, you're
1: you're yeah, like the motherfucking like dudes in Ottawa just stomping on skulls right now, right?
0: Yep, that's exactly the view I get when I see guys acting like that toward a company. Yes,
1: boss. Yes, boss. Well, it's you know? it's not
0: that, but those same guys that will stomp on a guy's head, like the guys in Ottawa, the cops. Or the same guys that the fucking system will turn on them in a dime if the opportunity presents itself because they do something unfavorable to the system.
1: Like Like when you tell the army... I don't want to join the army at the last second. And they tell you. Yes. (laughs) You're you're a piece of shit. You're going to fucking die. You're a piece of shit. You know what? You're fucking Mexican. You know what Latinos do? You know, you you ain't going to go to shit. This country don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. The
0: moment the fucking. I am
1: Captain Ortiz. I am going to retire with a boathouse with all my money at 49 or whatever the fuck he was talking about. He was an asshole, man. And I was like... But he's not an I'm, asshole. If you I'm, underst- glad I, I'm glad I didn't join your shit, man. But if you understand he, how they operate, know?
0: they operate from the position that you must be loyal to them. But they, th- the government works in a very similar manner. That they expect nothing but over-the-top loyalty, but they don't show the same in kind. Like, I don't respect any government fucking system.
1: Well, I- it's like... End result now, I mean, I literally don't work for anybody. I'm a, pro- I'm a producer. I have my own company. I have my own thing. I I, I I, I, scrounge on what I can produce. Yeah. And I'm great with that, and I'm grateful for the opportunity for it. But it takes you a life to lead you down that path. And it, it, it literally, so at this point, I'm looking at, at this guy, like can't shit canning this guy over, like something to do with lunch. Like he kept showing up late from lunch like 10 minutes five minutes i mean do we work at the er is this a fucking you're flipping cars do we work at the we stand in parking spaces and if somebody pulls up to the motherfucking parking space it's like a lottery (laughs) okay (laughs) right (coughs) right That's that's the dude that's gonna you know has first dibs on you or has fifty percent on you at least right yeah if you can if you know you can I did that too like I was the king of the flip like I'd be like ah oh, you know blah 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 I'd massage them and a uh, whoop flip whoop flip whoop I'd have like seven deals half off all of them you know what I mean like all of them. like that that's how I got to like I mean I got to like forty five cars in a month. I think, I, no, it was like 41. I think that was like the height. And uh, I, I crossed the other guy that kept winning. Like And then I got the, like, I got one of the months I was working there, I got the most cars in the month. Like a, as a Green Pea, as they called me. Oh, you got the luck of the green pea. That's what they kept saying. And all it was was I was just like, I had a goal and a smash and get out of there. Well,
0: now that you, you had that, you you had that, that, that initial drive, that, that, that greenhorn motivation. After you've been there a minute and life beats you down, that shit starts away. Like all those guys that have been doing it for a minute, man, I, I it, it rots away your soul doing that for that long.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I, I looked at the guys I was working around, and they were beat to shit, man. Yeah, they were beat to shit. Like, I mean, literally physically from standing out in the sun like a fucking California raisin all day. Oh, like that? Throw throw a couple to just like throw a couple bad months
0: in there. You throw a couple bad months in there, and it fucking does major damage to your person.
1: Oh yeah, like inconsistent income. Yeah, I am just a good dude. Hundred bucks a month. Arvin's fucking uh, dad's office. They let me put a bed in there. And that's what I got going on, you know? Like no bills, nothing. You All know? Right. I, I got a Ford Ranger from like scholarship money. You know what I mean? Like
0: uh, so let's pick uh, up the pay. So you you, you, you yeah, did the yeah, grind, you, you generate some capital to take with you down to LA.
1: So I go to L.A. And then so I got this uh, full uh, tuition scholarship and I got paid stuff. And then so I ended up taking so I ended up doing like L.A. like stuff immediately, man. It was cool, man. Like I was like up and down sunset. Uh, I got all these acting classes like all the like every girl is hot. Like it was weird, bro. It was like it was like it was like all it was like. Everything I had, uh, st- like made my like I, I like consciously did not partake in in Sacramento. I was able to like do that in L.A. because I felt like at least I had earned like the right to be there, you know. I I you know I wasn't there on a fluke or whatever. I'm at USC, dude. Like, how are the people like the-
0: right away? Like compared to what you. From coming from Sac.
1: It was weird. Uh, first off, I didn't actually know this until I went to USC. But USC is like one of those fucking, like, Yales of the West Coast.
0: Oh, I didn't know that either.
2: In terms it's of like acting a, school, though,
1: right? No, no, no. In terms of just strict institution. It's an no. Ivy League of the West Coast. Okay. Stanford, Yale, uh, Stanford and Yale. Those are the two like on the on the West Coast that are consider, considered like sub-Ivy, but like right there. Like right there, right where you wanna be if you like want to be an important person. You know, like senators go to USC, Congress people, you know what I mean? Like Hollywood people, which I didn't know. But that's what like Frank Condon was telling me. You gotta go. So I, I show up and like I got I got classmates that are, you know, the daughters of, like, one of my classmates, and I still keep up with it from time to time, is the heir to the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Period. Uh, I was cool for a long time, you know, here and there in some comm classes with the uh, heir to the Walmart foundation, the Walmart The heirs to Walmart, the princess of Walmart. She ended up getting her degree revoked because they found out that she just paid her uh, roommate for four years to do all her shit.
2: Oh, man.
1: (laughs) I went to go visit him
2: one time, uh, not long after he started, and I did not like the environment he was in. I did not like the people. They all seemed fake, seemed fake happy to meet you, and I'm just so glad he came out of it, like, not changed at all. Like, I don't know how you came out of that unchanged.
1: You, you, is that a legitimate assessment?
2: Yes, I did not. That one time, I only visited you one time. No,
1: no, I mean, I mean, the end was assessment. That you came out unchanged. You you came out,
2: well, changed, you came out changed, but not in a, in a negative way that those people were. You did not end up a lot like they already were at such a young
1: age. You know what, Raina? I mean, I literally saw my mother thinning out milk with water. You know, like poor. My, 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 like, I grew up with my parents with their small business. They had a few years of good success. They were able to get into that house on Center Parkway. Mm-hmm. But, like, little did I know, like, it never made money after, like, I don't know, like, there was like a peak of, like, before movie theaters became multiplexes, that's when my parents got that gift shop. So looking at their situation from an anthropological fo- point of view, mm-hmm. the market was crushing them. The costs were going through the roof and less and less foot traffic to like smaller theaters. People wanted to go to those gigantic 20 screen theaters and the domes were not attracting people. It was just four screens, Arden and Ethan. And then I, I didn't notice this, but then I ended up going into historical data on box office mojo to see what films were released during those like final years. My film, my, my uh, parents had that gift shop Mm -hmm. and they actually have it broken down by theater where it was. And, like, they weren't getting the best movies. Oh, yeah. In those theaters. The best movies were going to, like, the newer UA or the newer Centuries or the Laguna Century that was just built at that time. Oh, you had the whole.
0: They, th- I remember that vividly because I remember Birdcage was like that. Birdcage didn't have, like, cutting edge shit coming out, it was, like, wall yeah, over. Yeah, so, like,
1: yeah, yeah. So like, they started to squeeze them out market wise. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is my my dad's uh, business failed. You know. And then, what ended up happening also Arden and Ethan, is that they decided to r- like, do construction. Uh, and expand the theater by like twenty screens. They added an addition on Arden and Ethan. Uh, and if anyone's listening that knows that area, you know. They had the domes attached to them for a certain amount of time. I don't know if they're still. I know they're not attached. I know they're demolished completely. But I don't even know if that theater still looks the same or whatnot. But no, I don't.
0: We were I just don't. we okay. were just over there last night. We went in. Uh, we went to the Punchline to watch Sam Morrell.
1: Right around the corner there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy Dean. Uh, he's going to Punchline I think in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, it was pretty funny. Sam Morrell had a bit about fucking um in the comedy circuit circuit for comedians that apparently that place is called the mattress place
1: oh yeah <laughs> well, it, yeah you can get a gig 99 a night anytime at the punchline if you've ever been on any late night show oh really yeah you just need like a hotel for the night 99 bucks or maybe even like a food for the night you know yeah. just because you got to get to the other city See, I like the punchline.
0: It's a nice small venue. I like I like the smaller venue setup.
1: Oh yeah, and they're very friendly to any comedian that just says, Hey, can I hey you mind if I can like like if my buddy Dean calls, and it's probably what he is, like on a Wednesday. Hey, can I get an uh can I get a on a lineup on a Wednesday and then uh can I get a lineup on a Wednesday, you know, just so he can get like a meal for the night and a hotel for the night and he'll do the gig. Like punchline will do that.
0: That's solid. You can come in and work out some new material too. It's a win-win. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's so there's a lot of clubs like that on the circuit. So I guess that's why they call it that. Whatever. But it's a solid place. They got a solid reputation. But um, but anyhow, so the market squeezed them out. Anyhow, so so uh oh, why are we talking about?
2: Because I said, how did you come out unchanged? And the time that you spent at USC, I didn't.
1: Oh, oh, because like, dude, like I was, it was bad. Like we were poor, man. Really? Like when I say we were the poor kid in a poor neighborhood, I was like of all the people that were in houses. I know there are people in trailers and apartments that had it worse than me. Oh, yeah. But of all, all the people that were in houses that I knew, I was the poorest one, man. Oh, my God. Like it was like. He was like low middle class. I'm just kidding. Oh, he was low,
0: low. low. Bad, low yeah, low. Yeah. I tell random stories about our childhood. There was a lot of powdered milk in our in our adolescence. Powdered
2: milk, uh mattress shared mattresses with piss on them. Oh yeah.
0: Me and my brothers all all used to sleep on one mattress growing up.
1: Yeah, I had more than Malcolm in the middle. You know, like the lowest of the home ownership. But what I didn't even know at the time was like my dad was like in like he had to like Enroll the house in some sort of, I don't know, something where they only had to pay, like, a tenth of the mortgage, but, it, but like, the state ended up owning the house. Reverse
2: mortgage?
0: No. You had to own I it to get a reverse mortgage. Oh.
1: I don't know. It was something weird. It was, like, something where they, like, they helped him with rent or rental assistance or yeah. something, but ended up, he ended up losing the house, and so anyhow, but... Um, so that so while I'm le- living with Arvin, they 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 end up losing that house on Center Parkway, and uh, he becomes a you know he has to then you know sell cars and and whatnot and uh, quickly becomes the car sale, car sales juggernaut guy. Yeah, Toyota flying him to corporate headquarters to take pictures with like the president of Toyota because he sells cars like a maniac. You know, but, um, uh, whatever. Like, I think he even had like a hundred car month or something. Like, sold holy like, fuck. Yeah. He sold like the, the whole dealerships. Like he was the, the guy or at least like, or every deal went through him. He at least owned a percentage of it. It's yeah. like, damn, he's still one of those guys. But anyhow, um, but I left and anyhow, I, I just saw how they treated people, so they ended up just like doing that thing that I planned. pieced out in the morning, called him, called Ray, said, "Hey, uh, uh, I quit. What are you? Why are you quitting? Why are you quitting? I, I just, uh, I'm going in a completely du- different direction in my life. Thank you for this summer. Uh, I learned a lot. Thank you. And I, I, that was it. And I hung up. And I, and I don't know what happened afterward, but I know they were pissed. And that was it. I kept getting calls. I ignored it, and it went away after like two, three days, and that was it. And then I went to LA. Raina went with me one day. I was day. forced. No, no, I you you no no no, <laughs> you you actually did me a solid. and You were looking out for me. Here's what happened. You I, I had been working. Uh, this is like I had just quit or what? Literally just you, quit. Yeah. I had just quit. And then, uh, like, you knew I had been working like a madman. And um, I think I had, like, some side gigs or some acting thing or whatever, like, I was doing. And um, I couldn't leave until, like, oh no, I was taking a class. And I couldn't leave until the night class was over. So I was going to leave at, like, 11 p.m. That was and terrible. arrive at USC by the morning time because i need it was like the last day before the specific paper was needed
2: yeah i remember that bullshit to
1: authorize this scholarship mm-hmm. or something and I, I i i tried faxing it to him like three fucking times at fedex or kinko's or whatever they called it at that time it <laughs> never fucking worked man it was like fax technology was like the worst shit i don't know or or like Hella people were trying to fax that. It was like the financial aid department at USC. So like, even though I had like cool inroads with the theater department, I literally had none with financial aid. They could give a shit. I was just a number. So they, they didn't No, we don't have your paper, sir. No, we don't have your paper, sir. This thing. So finally I was just like, well, I'm going to just fucking drive there. And so Raina heard that, uh, or I told her that just, like, in passing. And then she was like, well, you can't drive by yourself. That's dangerous. And so you offered to do that, uh, and you took a nap during the day so you would be awake.
2: That's probably true. That part of the story is true. I, uh, To yeah. this day, we'll take a nap any yeah, given so you, opportunity.
1: Yeah, and then when I went to your mom's house, she was like, oh, she's been sleeping for, like, hours because she wanted to make sure you would be awake while you were driving i was like man and i really had like a heart-to-heart moment with your mom and i was like man thank you so much for being so cool and always like not being like threatened or you know like i told her like not being like just being cool with me being around you know unlike my dad no your dad was still cool you know why what dad would not be cool with some dude coming around you know what i mean like what
2: well, th- see, that's different because, like, I would,
1: I would be the same way. Well, you got to remember, know, our
2: daughter's best friend is a boy and has been since kindergarten. They have grown that's up together. Different. That's
1: different. Well, yeah, we do. Just, yeah. Some dude introducing himself post puberty. I understand. You that's know, true, like, oh, but that's because I had to mean?
2: hide my guy friends. Um, I don't remember the story like this at all. Um, I remember you c- twice. One time, you and a group of salesmen made me call in sick to go to Six Flags, I think, Great America. That was fun.
1: No, that was in Oakland, right? I don't remember. We we we. It was in the Bay hooky. Area. Yeah, we played hooky. Yeah, yeah. And then no, no, we had me and the sales guys. I really felt bad because we bonded. Oh you yeah. Know? But I just saw like how they treated people. Yeah. And like I felt like, yeah, today I'm bonding with you, but maybe tomorrow I'm like in the way of some big sale or promotion and. You're going to fuck with me, so I don't want to deal with that.
2: Yeah, and then as for going to uh, Los Angeles, yes, I was worried, but it was uh, definitely uh, you have to go with me or else I will die on this trip.
1: (laughs) No, no, I think what happened was first you sold me on it. Oh, no, now I remember. First you sold me on it earlier in the day, and then when I showed up to your house, you were legit like, uh, are you <laughs> sure because you were still fucking groggy <laughs> your mom had just woke you up and you were kind of being like a little like are you sure what the fuck man are you really going now Really?" Oh. and i was like i was kind of like annoyed now i'm remembering all this like oh legit like i could have just already been driving there i would be like by galt by now but okay and uh <laughs> and then you came with me yeah yeah that was fun. Which was a cool trip. That was a cool trip, in, in in sort of like a psychedelic sort of way because we went there. Literally, uh, I, I I submitted the paper. I saw him stamp it. Oh yeah, I remember it, that. And I was like, "You got it? Yeah, we got it." I was like, "So all that money is going to be there on this date? Yeah, all that money's okay. Okay, cool." Uh, and then I and then I and then we went to the apartment that I was going to rent.
2: Which I thought was a cool apartment, even
1: though it was not a great situation. Dude, it ended up being shitty. Yeah, that was like, funny, but it ended up being the best thing that ever happened in my life. I'm not even joking. Why so is anyhow, that? Uh, what was the situation I, I mean, of the I, apartment? I couldn't. I couldn't live there. Uh, this is a fucking crazy ass story, but I got to tell in real time. So anyhow, I'll tell it a lot faster for your audience. So. So legit, we go to we go down there, and then we go to the play uh, apartment. I give my deposit. This is all the things Raina's is talking about, where she was like, "Oh God, look at, you know, this dude adulting. My friend, he's adulting all of yeah. a sudden." You know what I mean? So, uh, trust me, I don't know what to do. Like, I just know that the lady told me to have this done by a certain time, and I figure I'll just knock two birds out with one stone. So, I had found her. Shit in like the LA Times, like a because I couldn't get student housing because, uh, for some reason, like because I was transferring, like there was no like guarantee, and like they give it all, all out to the freshmen or whatever. So I didn't have housing, so I had to find my own housing, and found it LA Times, and uh, so uh, that was gave the deposit, and I was like, oh, and I think we went to uh, McDonald's. <laughs>
2: It's a blur.
1: Breakfast was a blur. McDonald's breakfast, right? And then I was like, cool, all right. Uh, By this time, man, dude, we should be back in SAC by like 2.20. And you were like, what the fuck? And I was like, what? And you were like, so we're going to drive all the fucking way out here and we're going to drive all the fucking way back? And, and I was like, Yeah, that I legit told you that. And you're like, Yeah, but that's some bullshit. <laughs> I, was, I must
2: have been delirious. I do not deny that this happened. It probably did.
1: You protested. And I was like, what do you think we should do? Then? I think what, I said what, Disneyland. What? I was like, what do you want to do? No, you somebody said I think one of us said Disneyland. I whatever. think it was so me. Somehow. Somehow. We we ended up on Universal Studios because we figured it would be too far of a drive to go to Disney from where we were at.
2: You must have known that because I wouldn't have known that then. But we also discussed Disneyland was too goddamn expensive to get into.
1: Something about the cost slash where it was. So we ended up at Universal. And I was, I was borderline kind of swallowing pissed offness. I was like, oh, man. Oh, my God. Cause my goal was to just get the fuck back and <laughs> go to sleep, you know. I was like, like almost. I was like, okay, maybe we'll do this for like four or five hours. do so we were there till it closed. Oh,
0: at uh, tw- twelve or wherever the fuck. We no, they closed
2: earlier back it, then. Uh, like eight. Or we nine. showed up.
1: We showed up when it opened. No. Oh because God. it it opened at ten a.m. And we because we were there right when Financial Aid opened at like Seven. eight. eight in the morning or something seven seven or eight we got there right
2: when it opened i was falling asleep in a chair
1: yeah just got that shit cool right and so and then but and then we went to the other thing early in the morning so like universal hadn't even opened so when we showed up like they opened the gates and we went in and uh and i thought we were only going to be there a few but we ended up there until it closed i think it closed at 6:30
2: adrenaline and we ha- we got our second wind or something
1: the funniest thing is i legit i legit fell asleep in the earthquake or you know on the back on the backstage tour
2: yes we both fell asleep
1: i mean it's hardcore snoring cuz they do like <laughs> s- like s- like a soothing like they'll drive through like neighborhoods of sets yeah. and talk and in this one, there was this uh, this person shot and uh, like... this movie, and... <laughs> and I wake up in the earthquake. You know where they do the earthquake? No, you woke up with Jaws
2: attacking was the boat. Jaws? Jaws, jaws attacking the boat.
1: <laughs> okay, it was one of the things scared the shit out of me. Like where I started crawling. Yes, he starts through climbing the, uh, over through the people. <laughs> like, it was like, actually happening. And I was like, oh, damn.
2: like Ned Flanders. Ah!
1: <laughs> I outed myself as that dude that would legit, like, <laughs> crawl over children and old people to get away. Like, I was like... You know, everybody's
0: like, what fucking drugs did he take?
1: Oh, dude. I was like, fuck you people. Dude, I thought it was in it, man. It was, it was bad.
2: Yeah. It was fucking terrible. You know, and this is how... Okay, we were so against, like... We were we were friends and only friends. We would not fucking even get a cheap ass motel room to fucking save our lives. We would rather die on the road falling asleep.
0: I don't know why you say sleep in the back of the Bronco.
2: It wasn't the Bronco. We took the Danger oh, Ranger.
0: The Ford uh, Ranger
1: shit yeah. with so, two seats. Yeah, two seats, seat.
2: stick shift. I can't drive it.
1: We we can't fit in it together to even sleep in it.
2: Yeah. Like, and we and, wouldn't. We'd be I like, a, nope. I
1: had a Tanu cover on it.
2: Oh, yeah. You yeah. should have so crashed in the
1: back e- of that thing.
2: No, we, what we, we wanted to do was we wanted to crash on the road and him never make it to college. I don't know how the no, fuck we survived uh, this no, trip.
1: Oh, that was brutal. It was brutal. We left Universal and we made it as far as Valencia. On the five. From Universal to 101. To the five. That's not far Valencia. past. Yeah,
0: that's not far past Bakersfield.
1: No, that's way before Bakersfield. We made it to Valencia before we had to pull over. Oh, we yeah. made it 45 minutes before I said, Raina, I have to pull over or we will die. We're going to die. And you were like, die? <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking Dying, and I literally, I said that, and you were like, "Pull over!" And we pulled over, and there was a just so happened to be a Denny's.
2: Yeah, room. Denny's. It was a huge Denny's.
1: And so we pull over, and we sit at Denny's for like another four fucking hours, <laughs> trying to figure out a <laughs> way to justify how we could rent a hotel room, and none of our friends would accuse us of being. Like getting it, getting it on. Why don't right? you guys just sleep in the vehicle?
2: We we were not we okay. Can't you fit. go. Okay, we can't, can't fit. fit. You gotta remember, we're not thinking straight here either. Like it, we, really it was like cold. being on a drug binge, but not actually taking drugs. We were fucking delirious. Yeah,
0: we so, weren't so thinking right. One of you right. guys could have crashed in the bed, and the other one could have crashed in the cab.
2: We weren't thinking. We weren't thinking at all. We were guzzling coffee. It wasn't doing anything except making our heart rate go up. And not giving us any energy, yeah. he was we trying were just to convince me.
1: sticks and coffee. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. and he was
2: trying to convince me that he could shift, and once we got on the freeway, I would be fine to drive. But
1: oh yeah, that's right. If I get you in fifth gear, yes, then we're good, man. We just get you in fifth gear. There's nobody on the road.
2: You can drive. Let's,
1: let's get, Technically, can
0: drive. that is true.
2: It it, it was, but, it, but I was like, no, I'm gonna fucking fall asleep. We don't have to worry about me driving stick. We have to worry about me falling asleep. We were, I don't know what I was. I so just we're remember. Ab- we're the about pain.
1: to we're about to call your mom. Actually, we're about to call your mom and what ask What was she
2: her. gonna do? What was Karen gonna do? She don't know we how to get ask, out of downtown no, Sacramento. We were,
1: gonna, we we're gonna ask her for permission to rent a hotel. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: what the fuck
1: but then (laughs) she because your mom had always like been like suspicious i mean this is weird to talk in front of your husband no 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 i know anybody would be but i was just we're just like no man nobody's gonna think they're gonna think like we like bonded on this road trip or there's always gonna be a cloud of suspicion so we're like no we
2: fucking refused
1: I was like, let's just get the fuck, let's go the fuck out of here, you know, let's go. That's so weird that you guys would do that.
2: We were not, again, we were not we're thinking n- clearly, because g- the the dumb thing about, this is how delirious we were, because I remember this day, and it pains me how fucking tired we were. It makes me sick to myself. We were so fucking tired. It, granted, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad we survived, because it's oh, one we, hell, we hell we of a over fucking story. We so many times. Yes.
1: We hit that, like, I discovered with that road sound thing where you had drifted into the oh my god we hit that so often oh god Uh, yeah driving with both windows down oh yeah music music. blaring but but you know what we were just being pussies about it like i ended up years later pulling days and days and days no sleeping you know, it's just we had no tolerance for that shit. I it don't just-
2: know. Well, I never had tolerance for that. But, okay, what I'm going to bring up, this is going to sound weird, but, I mean, th- th- fucking my husband knows I didn't do stupid shit. Well, he knows I did stupid shit, but not like what I'm about to say, is that we refused to get a room, but if Eddie had been with us, we would have gotten a room because Eddie was there. Because we used to stay at Eddie's apartment and I would lay between them and fall asleep between them so they wouldn't be gay. I was oh, the bi- be buffer in the middle <laughs> so that I they just, wouldn't touch each other. I
0: just can't wrap my head around the idea of not getting a room.
2: And that's, oh, this, well,
1: there was also a cost factor too. I was really, yeah. really cheap too. And like so I was resistant to it for that. He reason. had money, uh,
2: but he didn't want to spend it. And I didn't well, have any I money. Because I didn't have
1: a job coming up. And, like, the idea of even renting a room felt like I was going to. A lot of dumb decisions
2: know. were made that night, honestly.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was funny. It was funny. It was just one of those fun days where you're just, like, so tired. So, anyhow, we, we ended up back. And then I ended up crashing my 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 Ranger into a center divider or a center median area. Uh. Luckily there was no divider. This is after I dropped you off at your, oh my at God. your house. Yeah. Like on Elk Grove Boulevard or something. Going to Arvin's house. I think we and slept for cool. a few days after another that. Another thing too, another thing too, you know, this just sounds stupid, but like we we legit like made fun of each other friends wise, mm-hmm. really harshly. Really harshly. And we just didn't feel like our you know, hearing shit from our friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. We just did. We just did. We just it was did weird.
2: It. It's just now that I think about the like the times that we always had overnights over at Eddie's house, and I'm like, but yet we could just because one extra person wasn't there as proof that nothing happened. We were like, nope, let's fucking let's just let's just put our lives in danger so that nobody thinks we're doing dumb shit.
1: Yeah, and like we were like close for a lot of reasons in high school uh, because of your family, my family. Uh, and then, like, there was a couple teachers that were just being bullies, you know, like, say, oh, you guys are like,
3: you know, That's
1: stereotypical. Like, you guys why can't why be would, friends. Te- why, would, why would teachers do that to, to kids? Anyhow, so we'd made up a lie. They we were just related. Oh, yeah. You forgot about that. And then that, all that of that went away. That stopped the fucking we're talk. Like, oh, we're oh, we're cousins. And they're oh. like, oh, okay. And, like, all of that just went away because we were like, fuck off.
2: I remember that. Like they did back teachers. off, though, because, yeah, yeah, they were like they were disgusted after that
1: perfect teachers, man. Weirdos. Like when I look back on it, I'm like, fuck off, teachers. Did that have anything to do with your fucking subject that you can't even teach? Anyhow, whatever. So, so you, we
2: survived that. And now you're in college. Yeah, college no, so college.
1: I, I, oh, and yeah. So I show up. Oh, bro. I had no idea. Uh, USC was like, I knew USC football, whatever that you see on TV or whatever, but I had no idea that their tailgates were like all over the campus. So anyhow, I get to that apartment the day before, the weekend before school starts, I show up and I'm moving furniture in there and I have like a a Magnavox TV and uh, it fucking falls on the like hardware on the second floor. It falls. And this was a clean, nice apartment. You know, it looked clean. It was it looked old. looked nice. You know? In an old part of town, but, you know, whatever. And, dude, like, like literally, like, hundreds of roaches come out from the floor, like, floor beds, like, uh, floorboards <clears throat> from gaps in them. Like, hundreds and hundreds of roaches. And, like, my mom was with me. <sighs> and she just looked at that. And she just started crying. And I looked at her and like, you know, I'm not one for like, like it's just like, and I was like, yeah, I can't live here. And so like, I ended up bailing on that apartment, taking the shit that I had back. I ended up driving it all the way back to Sacramento, Ugh. dumping it off in my uh, mom's apartment. And, uh, she had separated from my dad, you know, at that point, they, they'll let her go back together or whatever. And so I, uh. So I end up uh, driving uh, all the way back to LA to USC with no apartment, no housing. Day one of school, I do have classes. I've learned that much. But again, I keep, <laughs> he has I a keep, schedule, everyone. Yeah, I have a schedule, but again, I keep fucking force gumping this shit. You know, and it just bothers bothers me. At this point, I know I'm not supposed to do this. I should have my housing together. I should have all that. So I'm driving to LA and I have no housing and class is supposed to start and I'm supposed to have class later that afternoon. And, uh, so I call like my like academic advisor at the, at USC theater. I'm on a scholarship, you know, they're paying for tuition, you know, uh, not housing, but I call my academic advisor and I tell her, Hey, yo, uh, this is what happened uh, I need you to hook me up with USC housing or I can't go to school here. And so she goes, uh, so I look, I kind of learned that hustle from like selling cars at this point. Like sometimes you got to just tell people right away. Yeah. And so she goes, okay, well, uh, fuck. All right. Well, let me, uh, let me call you back. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm still driving and, uh, I get a call back and she goes, okay, cool. Uh, go to USC housing. You have, uh, 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 an appointment with the housing coordinator or whatever, and she will have a spot for you. You just go right up to the front, uh, tell her that you're Enrique Rika Hodder's uh, 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 referral. I go, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I show up at park. Dude, I felt hella bad, man. There is like hundreds of students camped out in front of USC housing with tents and shit for days trying to get whatever spots have been like, you know, not taken up by people that said they were going to take it up because they also don't have housing. So, anyhow, I'm getting into that sentimental part. But anyhow, I show up and I get a front of the line pass. I agree. I, I get a front of the line pass. And so. Don't tell us brown
2: privilege doesn't exist. <laughs> Some,
1: I don't know, man. I get front of line pass, man. I felt really bad. And um damn bro, like it was the greatest front of line pass ever. So they gave me two <laughs> options. They said you could I'm a junior. I'm coming into USC as a junior, <laughs> but I have to do <coughs> two years in one semester because of the requirements or whatever. So I'm gonna be there three years. So I, I, I know sometimes when you transfer, you end up doing an extra year. So so uh they gave me two options. I could either live in this apartment where I'm in a room with two other guys. Hey. So it's it's a five bedroom it's a five guy, two bedroom apartment. One room has two guys, one room has three guys. I was like, Man, that's hella dicks. <laughs>
2: And no Reina to put in the middle to separate the two of you. That's falling (laughs) into
0: ears, dude. I lived in Job Corps. One room had like 12 guys in it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I know that's privilege still. I know. But I was just like, fuck, that's hella hella dudes. And you know they're like going to bring in girls. and, And like that's cool and all that. But like I could just imagine it becoming an untenable situation. Or I could live in what's called a freshman dorm where it's me and one other guy in one room. And they're like a long hallway with like rooms on each side and each room has like two occupancies. So I figure I could be in one apartment that's a little bit bigger, but it has five guys, or I could really only have to contend with one human being that I could probably brainwash or like fucking figure out how to hit like control somehow. <laughs> a freshman but i i I can't figure out how to a freshman but i can't figure out how to control four other dudes like that's impossible that's gonna be too hard right but i can train this one motherfucker right i can do that so uh so i take that so i I show up and it's like freshman year all over again it's the weirdest fucking. it's like it's like living all those college movies you ever see those 90s college movie or aughts college movies it was just like that actually it yeah. was like blink 182 whatever college it was like i had no idea that was what i was walking into and i remember calling like all my friends from home going hey i found this thing called like usc dorm life you should come out here oh my god fun, you should come out here and go have fun right so it, they end up doing that but like i end up having a lot of fun i end up like like football getting into like football usc football that kind of cool stuff and i'll fast forward faster so anyhow oh, hold on friend,
0: no because no, no, oh, we got we got to clip it here and we'll pick up next time when you actually <sighs> started your first day of usc we're at the two hour yeah, mark be, buddy Oh man, and okay. Well, maybe that's
1: a good. Maybe that's a good part because yeah. uh because that's actually when I start making my first movie.
0: Yeah, solid. What did? we yeah, actually, you're when just I started. As of right now, you're just telling your life story.
1: Well, bro, when I when I started USC, even though I started having fun and all that, like we like I reconnected with the guy that I wrote the first movie when I was in high school. He was at USC. He had, like, been doing the L.A. hustle for a little while, so he was getting me, in, you know, in the ropes. And, man, that's when we started making a movie.
0: Solid. And All right, man. We'll, we'll pick another night and uh, finish up some more of it.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, damn, this is fun. Man, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm always- going
2: <laughs> to have to pull you over to Hot Mess Express so we can discuss uh, junior high through high school.
1: Oh, my God. Your your origin story?
2: How we became from frenemies, <laughs> from enemies to frenemies.
1: <laughs> I never saw you like that. I was always chill. I don't know, man. He was not. He was not. <laughs> but we'll tell that
2: story, uh, I guess, on Hot Mess Express or something like that.
1: Which one do you want to say about how you a boy crazy or how you are victimized? Which one? I don't know. I'll
2: never play a victim, so... It'll be boy crazy. Really.
0: All right, man. We'll pick another night and um, record some more.
1: Late though, man. I appreciate
0: it. Oh, no doubt, dude. I'll catch you later, man.
1: Peace. All right, late.